Hey, hey, Tony Gaskins here. Thank you so much for joining me. I apologize for the hiatus. I honestly, this hasn't become a routine for me yet. So I recently put it in my calendar to remind me to record the podcast daily. My work right now is coaching clients one-on-one and shooting YouTube videos for the most part, and then just ripping and running with the family. And so this wasn't routine for me. It, it, this isn't routine for me, but I have it in my calendar and hopefully I can get through more of these and I'm going to read some of the talks with Tony. We were doing the relationship stories, which I have some, but I realized that it wouldn't be fair to read some and not read them all. But then also I would have to monitor the messaging because I can't really lend the platform to messaging that I may not condone or I can't stamp and then also writing is not everyone's gift it's some people's gift but I read what is being written I read how it's written and so if there's a lot of typos or grammar errors it really will make the podcast very hard to listen to and even with the talks with Tony it's that way sometimes but at least it's a question with it's a question with something where you're going to get an answer that may help you and it's not just like advice from someone that you may not care to receive advice from so to speak so i'm going to try to focus on the talks with tony answering your questions to the best of my ability and do this differently this is separate from the youtube where I'm not answering the questions on there right now. So understand that. I got something here. I didn't read it all the way through because I read the first few lines and it sounded like, you know, it had some substance in it to where we can talk about it. This is good day, Mr. Gaskins. I am a 21 year old virgin. I am currently in school to become a nurse with two more years to go. I know school should be my primary focus at the moment. But somehow, I always found, find myself in entanglements because guys always come to me. I don't come to them. I would be considered a pretty girl with the qualities to become someone's wife. I started talking to a 26-year-old guy. He is a lawyer and well-established already. He slid into my DMs and we have been talking for about a month. We ended up meeting up for the first time at his place, which I knew was a major red flag. But at the time, I did not think too much about it. While at his place, he tried to have relations with me, but thank God I was on my period at the time. We only ended up kissing. The day afterwards, he brought me a gift, which I thought was too soon. Not too long afterwards, he told me that he and his girlfriend were on a break and that things were rocky in their relationship from the start of COVID, which I took with a grain of salt, because in the back of my mind, He can always go back to her. Before I suspected that he had a girlfriend because of investigating on the gram, but there were no pics of her on his page, neither on her page. But he told me that meeting me has put things in perspective for him, and now he has asked me out on a public date to court me the right way. Mr. Gaskins, should I navigate a situation? How should I navigate a situation like this? P.S. I don't want to have regret giving my virginity to a man that's unworthy at the cost of my dignity 
as so many other girls have. Well, um, I'm getting to this a little late, almost a month late. I apologize. Man, I've been away from this for a little minute. Hopefully you have not lost your virginity to him. And it's a tough one to navigate because people break up every day. And being that he's young, the breakup could very well be real. And being that you are quote unquote pretty, he could see you as pretty as his ex or prettier than his ex. And he could really want to try to build something with you. I've never heard of an established 26 year old lawyer, but that's kind of cool. Hopefully that's true. Hopefully he's actually a lawyer and not a paralegal pretending to be a lawyer. And hopefully he's actually established and not just pretending to be established. But you never really know until you see his direct deposits from his job or paycheck stub or or what have you. So take that with a grain of salt as well because it's very easy for us to front and fake and look like something we're not. The other thing I would say is you shouldn't be thinking about losing your virginity. You're 21, you're still very young. And the thing that could be disingenuous about him and his approach is when he invited you over to his place, he obviously couldn't take you out yet in public. And so he invited you to his place, which you said you know was a red flag, but you did it anyways. So you go over there, it's a red flag. You also said you know you shouldn't be focusing on dating, but you find yourself in entanglements. So the key right here is, is you have to stop doing what you know you shouldn't be doing because that's how you end up pregnant out of wedlock and become a single mother because you know what you should be doing, but you're choosing to do the opposite. So you have to really use your mind and stay on your grind and continue your path to becoming a nurse because the way you're going, one of these entanglements will have you pregnant and dropping out of school and you won't realize your goals. And this man being young may get you pregnant, be okay with co-parenting up and leave you for the next woman as he's looking for a thrill. So the first thing what you have to realize before really focusing on navigating the situation is asking yourself, is this a situation you should be in? Should you be dealing with a man who told you he's on a break from his girlfriend? He did not say we are completely done. We're all the way done. All he's saying is I'm on a break so I can date other people. I can do what I want to do. But after I have slept with you, then I will be headed back to my girlfriend. That's what he's saying in Manglish right now. And you didn't say when I went over to his place, we didn't sleep together because I'm abstaining until marriage or because I don't sleep with a man that I'm not in a committed relationship with for at least six months, or I didn't sleep with him because I didn't feel comfortable and I wasn't ready to sleep with him. You said, we didn't sleep together because my period was on. Thank God. So if the only reason you didn't sleep with him is because your period was on, that means the very next time he has you in a position that you can have sex, and your period isn't on, you're going to have sex. And yes, you will have lost your virginity to a nobody. 
This is a man who is not your husband. This is a man who is not even your boyfriend. This is a man who you mean absolutely nothing to. He sees you like right now, like bubble gum on the bottom of a shoe. And so you have to understand that harsh reality. And you also got to understand that deep down, secretly, subconsciously, you're also attracted to his establishment the way he is a the fact that he's a lawyer is turning you on the fact that you think he's an established lawyer at 26 which is impossible um not impossible but you know it take time to build your chops in in the legal field but the fact that you think he is an established lawyer at 26 and you're only 21 this is a little bit of that hypergamy, which what a lot of women are talking about. I know it's hypergamy, but I'd just rather call it hypergamy because it just sounds ridiculous to want a man, you know, who makes more money, who is a, you know, going to take care of you or something like that, whatever that means. But that's all this is. That's all this is. This is a play. This is a little uh, a plot. And you have to be aware of this. You got to be aware of this. Um, oh, Lawanda, I see what you were talking to me about. This is not the person I'm talking about, but Lawanda, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, we were just emailing about where I was looking for that stub. I see it right here in my wife's closet. This is my studio. I record these in my wife's closet. And so I'm guessing I had opened these and in here and it's still in here so think about this and understand that you are playing yourself and being that you're 21 he doesn't have a whole lot of respect for you so he's 26 years old he's an attorney he knows that you're 21 probably knows you're a virgin or assumes it or could be he's essentially on a hall pass from his girlfriend and when I say hall pass meaning this break is just they had an argument <clears throat> I gotta forgive him still working through they had an argument and they it was knocked down drag out they hung up on each other they said they're done or decided to take a break he has every intention to go back. If he had no intention to go back, he would have told you exactly what transpired. He would have told you how bad it was, and he would have told you that it's completely over. This thing about meeting you has put things into perspective for him. That's just that's just game. It's just a line. It's just something he's saying to get you out, get you on a date, get you to drop your guards. And he also could be going out on a date knowing that somebody could see him that knows his girlfriend and going to call her. And so you could be the bait. You could be the decoy. You know, the person he's using to make his ex jealous. So you don't know in this case. And so when a man is open about a girlfriend and being on a break and or having just broke up, that's always a red flag and it really means you should run it really means you should pump your brakes and kind of you know 
don't go forward in this situation because a man should be able to come to you and let you know like his heart is healed and that he's done with his past and he hasn't been in a relationship for six months or three months or you know he's done the work and you should feel comfortable in that that this guy is whole he is healed he is over his ex he has done the work and that's where you should be with it if you're not there then it can very easily be a setup for failure so realize and understand that and if you're dating this guy right now as you're listening to this podcast be very very sure be very careful with how you go about this and if you should sleep with this guy if you have already if you should continue doing this it would be really sad if you have in within a month of you writing this being that he's not your actual man your boyfriend and y'all don't really have any history or no real relationship it would be really sad if you gave your virginity to him but if you did then you really have to process and ask yourself is this something i want to continue to do is this something that's smart that i should be doing or do i need to really check myself and make a change on this so think about that and you know very very important so i'm gonna continue and we're gonna read some more of these um and check this out hey tony what does it mean when a guy comments on another woman's body in front of me why is he trying to make me jealous i have eyes too i don't understand why men do this looking is one thing but to have the audacity to comment about another woman's body in front of me is ridiculous help me understand why they do this and when they do when they do this what should my reaction be you know i cannot fully tell you what your reaction should be but it really should be a reaction of disgust like you look at him like he's crazy and then you don't speak to him for the rest of the day but that should only happen one time in dealing with a man if this has happened more than one time you really are playing yourself like boo boo the fool and so what i would recommend doing is understanding one you got to cut this kind of guy off this is complete 100 percent common sense every man knows that you can't do that so for a man to do this this means he has no respect whatsoever for you and he's trying to make you feel bad he's trying to do that to you to break you to make you feel inadequate to make you want to work for him he's trying to throw you off make you feel like he doesn't want you it's it's a tactic it's probably one of those alpha male strategies you know like a dumb strategy to De demean a woman degrade a woman you know make her feel bad make her feel insecure 
so that she wants to work for your love and wants to win you and please you and wants to go get her body done or go work out to get the body that the man is commenting about and the fact that you're even dealing with him and the fact that you're writing in about him it lets me know that what he's trying to do has worked because it should have been a situation like kick rocks with open toe sandals and never think of him and never talk to him and never talk about him again for that level of disrespect but it's not so it goes to show that what he's trying to do actually is working and so we got to be mindful of that so thank you for that that's a interesting question there got another question it says question about dating a single woman hi Tony I'm 29 and I've been single four years I came to realize I was a broken woman and attracted broken men I've been focusing on my daughter and myself and God learning how to be a better mother and daughter of God when was this from September 29 I have not had good male role models my dad was in and out of my life and last saw him when I was 15 before that I probably only seen him 20 times I was tricked into losing my virginity at 16 with a man who was 27 going to Iraq he was a marine he made me feel guilty for not wanting to and when I gave in he told me he wouldn't stay with someone who gave it that quickly that broke me Wow as I'm writing this I'm crying I guess I didn't realize just how much it has affected my decisions that lead me up to this point maybe she meant led me up to this point I lost my family's support when they found out I was pregnant different man not the marine he is no longer a part of my daughter's life he was very abusive towards me I don't get the help that a lot of single moms get my parents are both in Mexico my daughter is 10 now me and her have a good relationship I fix her lunches do her hair make sure she's clean she's active in sports and music I read the Bible to her I give as much time as I can when I'm with her we have weekly mother-daughter dates if not weekly bi-weekly I work two jobs 50 plus hours a week on top of that I make sure my daughter is good and my house is clean I fall short on keeping up with my finances I wish I was better at that I think I'm not attracting the men I want because I'm not financi financially stable not pretty enough I'm working on my confidence and I do try hard not to show that I'm not to show I'm not confident I'm not looking for a rich man just someone who has his financial things in order loves God and is okay with not wanting any more kids I lack time that also may be it I just want to know if maybe my time to be a wife will be when my daughter is out of the house or do I actually have a chance I'm not so much broken anymore I'm building myself up hope to hear from you well thank you so much for writing in and I, I want to point out something to y'all so that you, for those of you listening if you send a message to inbox at tonygaskins.com but she said something that a lot of people say to me 
And they say, I just want to know if maybe my time to be a wife will be when my daughter is out of the house. Or do I actually have a chance? But that question, the way it's worded in the beginning part, a lot of people will say, Tony, I just want to know if I will meet a man. Tony, I just want to know if he will come back. And I want to remind you guys that I am not a psychic. And I don't believe in psychiatry, if that's a word. I don't believe in reading or guessing the future in a way that is concrete or brings real assurance. Now, I could talk about the future, but I just want to remind y'all to, you know, with your questions, just kind of frame a question that speaks to your current situation that I can ask and not about like, you know, seeking hope for the future, which is a human trait like we want assurance we want to know that everything will be okay but the problem lies in seeking someone else for that assurance or wanting someone else to give you that assurance you have to decide that for yourself and you have to remind yourself of that daily and you have to speak that to yourself and speak that over your life and say to yourself every day everything will be okay everything is going to work out in my favor And then you have to work on the things that you may not be working on. And what I mean by that is, if you feel insecure, if you feel not pretty enough, if you feel that you're not good with finances, that is where all of your effort and energy needs to be placed. Working with a budgeting coach from mymentor.life, working on yourself in a way where you are doing the work where you are prioritizing yourself you are reading books you're watching videos you're going to the gym you're working on your body you're working on your your confidence write affirmations i am beautiful i am smart i am worthy I am more than enough. I will attract love. Write those affirmations. Read it to yourself daily, three times a day. Get that in your spirit and really focus on the work there. If you're not in the shape that you need to be in, it will block your husband because men are visual creatures. If you don't feel pretty, it will block your husband because men sense insecurity. So you will attract predators and not a husband because he will look and he can tell by your walk or by your smile, by your countenance that you don't feel pretty. So think about this and really focus on doing the work. I respect you for working two jobs, 50 plus hours a week, trying to make ends meet, trying to do everything you can for your daughter. In that type of situation, finances are going to be rough. It's going to be a little tough. It's going to be hard to budget if you don't have enough to budget. If you don't have this surplus, this abundance over on top of your bills, like just having money growing out your ears then it's going to be hard to budget and get that financial side of things down. But, and especially wanting to provide the most amazing life you can for your daughter, that presents another challenge. 
But at the same time, what I would say to you is don't stop, you know, don't quit. Get the plans, the tools, the strategies from YouTube, from books, so that if you say, hey, out of every paycheck, I'm going to take 10%. So let's say your paycheck is $1,000 a week. You make 1000 a week. You say, hey, I'm going to take $100 out of what I bring home. That's $400 a month, and I'm going to pay, pay that to my debt. So on top of paying my bills, my credit card bills or my student loan bills or whatever debt bills that you're paying, you take another 10% of your income and you add that on top of that. And if it can't be 10%, then it could be 5%. It's 5 cent on a dollar or 10 cent on a dollar. And then you do that and what's going to happen is you're going to be knocking this debt down. You're going to knock this debt down. And if you want to pay down more debt, when you get your tax return in February or March, you take that lump sum and you knock out some more debt. And then after you've knocked out debt, and even when you're knocking out debt, you could be putting up a savings. So you can go to your bank and say, hey, you know, I want to open a money market account. Or you can go on a site like Betterment.com, which I use, and they have an app. And you can pick investment savings or get a Roth IRA. And in that Roth IRA, you can put up to $6,000 a year in there. So if you say, I'm taking 10% and I'm going to put 5% toward my debt and 5% toward savings. That's a smart plan. And some and Now, you're going to have financial teachers that say pay off all your debt before saving. But here's the fallacy in that. You're paying off debt alone without saving or investing, which saving is investing if you're using an investment account that the money is actually broken up between stocks and bonds. Like on Betterment.com, you can set it 90% stocks, 10% bonds, and you can set what you want to put in there every week, and it'll withdraw from your account every Friday $50 if that's what you want to set up. And so now your money is on the market, well, if the market goes crazy, in the course of a year, you can have, typically you're gonna have a, on with stocks, you're gonna have a 10% to 40% return, depending on the stocks that, that it's in. And But that's every year. You're rarely gonna have a, a loss in stocks because it's gonna dip, but it's gonna go back up. And so here's the thing. If you take in a year and you put $12,000 in into this investment savings and at the end of the year it is 13,200, you can withdraw that $1,200 profit and knock out another bill. And if it goes crazy and 12,000 turns into 16,000 or 18,000, which we've seen happen before then you can take out all of that profit or you can take out the whole lump sum at the end of the year and yes it may say oh you have you know a hundred dollar taxes that you got to pay or whatever for capital gains but and then knock out the savings so this is just you know i'm not a financial advisor this is not financial advice this is just 
hypothetical speaking so understand this it ain't gonna make sense to financial wizards but this is what i've done and this is what i found best because for me i like to see some savings growing even though i'm paying down debt because when you pay down debt it's no you know you get a little kick it's a little gratification but also having that savings to where if you're just basing out the time you're paying down debt because and then if emergency happens you got a savings to where you don't have to max your car back out because it does no good to pay down your car and then something happens you got to max it right back out but if you just pay it down over time and then something happens you don't have to add more money back on the car you can go to the savings that you've been putting up so it's still compartmentalized it's, it's separated and you're doing two things at once you know investing while paying down debt because a lot of times that overage on your investment the profit on your investment I bought a Bitcoin and it tripled in value so all of that profit could pay down debt when it does that every time it does that I could take that profit out and pay down some debt and so I say that to say this is the kind of stuff you want to start thinking about and focusing on and worry less about a man and if a man's gonna like you if a man's gonna want you and focus more on what you got to do you know for yourself and as you're doing that you're gonna see you're gonna see a change start to happen and you're gonna be in a place where you can attract the person for you because your confidence has boosted and you're feeling good about yourself so hey this Tony Gaskins I'm gonna record some more of these um, had a long workout today feeling a little tired need to you know rest but I thank you so much I'll be recording these and putting these talks with Tony mashups up I used to could record a whole hour on these sometimes but just sitting here in the closet talking it, it's a little different than being on the camera talking and being able to use my hands and facial expressions and all of that so it's a little different but I thank you all so much for your questions if you have a complex question or a interesting question you can send it in to inbox at tonygaskins.com inbox at tonygaskins.com thank you so much God bless you we'll talk soon